0: Previously on Newsbreak Lotus FM The Kasbah district in Durban is home to many histories. Written from communal living, born from the depths of poverty and the anti-apartheid struggles, son of the Kasbah, Ahmed Vali Mohammed is no stranger to life in the Grey Street area.
1: CBD is place where I have been born, born and bred. A living man in the caspia I haven't moved from there yet we schooled in Lipal Street we went for prayers in the Gray Street mosque we visited the grave at Bashapir Shrine, Shrine enjoying the vegetarian food and most important thing we could not have playing fields so we played soccer in the streets in Queen Street
0: the sights and sounds of the marketplace are memories that created a deep-rooted love in Muhammad for the people of Casbah.
1: The Indian community dominated the CBD district and still came from wherever they were moved to the CBD to buy whatever they required from the traditional traders I mean, the grocery shops had those barrels of drums with all your lentils where you had to go and scoop it and put it on the scale. Uh, you had to go and get your clothing you have to go to the morning market and mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. your fresh vegetable, And even for the entertainment, this shopping experience, it was a ritual. It became a religion and it even went to the extent that it then became a meeting place and networking place hello when people meet somebody to say well i didn't see you two weeks ago and where were you and i just thought maybe you were unwell how are you feeling or how's mommy and give the other members of my regards
0: one of the favorite pastime of the people of the casbah was football with many great names born out of the street football however the people's game also provided a perfect foreground to the underground anti-apartheid movement.
1: Football was played on the street with a tennis ball. And where way the tennis ball was treasured, our biggest fear was that we were raided by the police at all times. And we had to run into buildings to escape being arrested. And those of us that got arrested were then marched to Smith Street Police Station. Which was so, because here we are, we have no facilities and we're playing on the street. And the only excuse that the white police give us, the apartheid police, was that you are in hazard to traffic and you are going to be killed by a fast-driving motor vehicle. We footballers were taken as a front for the political people. Incidentally, the meeting, not only in Nickel Square, the meeting took place at the back of where Gray Street Mosque is. So there were eight entrances to the Gray Street Mosque. And the police did come to know that the meeting is taking place, but they wouldn't know from which entrance to go. We were requested by this white police, who would come not only to arrest us for playing football in the street, but they thought that we were informers. And they would try to bribe us to ask us where the meeting is taking place. And finally, they realized that they could did not realize which entrance to go. And they would hit us with a and threatened us to take us inside the boss, but uh, God had put some great sense of love into the heart of the people that were playing football that it created the awareness of what our elders were doing. So if somebody was caught being handled by the policeman, the others would run inside through the other doors and create a warning. It was something that whether you call it indirectly or not, we were fighters of apartheid.
0: The communal living of the Kasbah district played an important role in Mohammed's life. It developed a deep sense of love for people, which entrenched a strong sense of humanitarianism in him.
1: But life was not easy for us to earn our piece of bread. I've been through the difficult road. I was able today to relate to the people that don't have. Because I come from a background where I had nothing. How do the underprivileged live? Then I said I will start immediately with my home, which I had to supplement with part-time jobs, even working in the race course. And I had to sell my things in the street. Then I looked, how do other people survive? And how do somebody who has lost some dear one in the family and they have no income. And I don't think it was politics that influenced me. It's my love for charity and my love for my fellow human being was that even if I could give somebody a 10 cents was something that I've done for my fellow human being.
0: Since then, Mohammed has dedicated his life to service to mankind. He has a legacy of social and community work which has seen him receive many awards. He is the lifetime trustee and chairman of the Juma Mashti in Gray Street. It is through the doors of this infamous Gray Street mosque that he continues his humanitarian work.
1: Yes, I have been a worshipper at the mosque for 66 years, which is a long time. And 26 of those years as a trustee, which is a life trustee. I do not have the funds to give to my people. That is from where I come and where I am. That makes me feel for my fellow human being. And what can I give them? This is my deed. This is my thank you to the world. This is my thank you to my fellow human being for the love and respect that they've given me. I am there for the people because they want me. To serve even one grain of rice in somebody's mouth is my charity. I grew up with uh, doing good, leaving reward to yourself as you'll get it. But I am solely doing this because I love humanity. News break,
0: Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.